Hey slugs, this is Isabel welcoming you back to Slugcast. Are you a student struggling to find comunidad in this college life pandemic edition? Look no further. Located on the third floor of the Baytree building are the ethnic resource centers at UCSC. Today, we'll be taking a look at a more specific resource center, El Centro. Over winter and spring quarter, we've explored El Centro's various and vast resources that they provide for Latinx students. Be sure to check out my first episode about El Centro, where I give you a little tour of the opportunities they offer, and the second episode, where I sit down with their new program director, Xiomara Lopez, to see how things are going to be changed up at El Centro in these next couple of years. In this third episode, we'll be sitting down with El Centro's program coordinator, Carlos Gutierrez, who is also UCSC alumni. We'll be getting an inside look on the types of internships and opportunities that El Centro offers and the upcoming events planned for this quarter. Before we begin, make sure to follow El Centro's Instagram, which is El Centro underscore UCSC. Be sure to follow our Instagram as well, which is UCSC Slugcast. Thanks for listening. Carlos Gutierrez, who goes by he-they pronouns, is El Centro's current program coordinator. However, before becoming their program coordinator, he went to UCSC and is a Rachel Carson affiliate. Um, I was a college student at UCSC from 2013 to 2017. Um, I came in first as a poly major, and then uh, I didn't really like politics or the, the subject matter that was being covered in the classes. So I started exploring through LALS, and ultimately I found my um, areas of focus to be under critical race and ethnic studies. So I was part of one of the first cohorts of CREST students. Um, then I was able to uh, graduate in 2017. Uh, winter quarter, I graduated, and I was able to land the job of program coordinator, and I've been here since. Carlos was part of the EOP Bridges program their first year at UCSC, which is an EOP program that helps first-gen students transition into university life. Then, they became a Bridges mentor their second year, meanwhile looking for other ways to get involved with campus life. After that, I was looking for other opportunities. It was my first summer staying in Santa Cruz, and so I was hired by the front desk here at the Resource Centers. And um, after spending the summer here, I got to know uh, my boss, Cameron DeLeon, who is the um, uh, person that runs that kind of um, front desk internship. And then I also got to know some of the directors. So at that time, we had a director named uh, Dr. Judith Estrada, and um, she just got to know me and really made me feel welcome. Um, I just felt seen. And so she offered me the uh, opportunity to become an academic intern at El Centro, while at the same time keeping my job at the front desk. So I did the academic internship for a whole year. And then after that, um, Dr. Estrada offered me the student program coordinator position, which was a paid um, position as a student. And then I worked in that position for two years until I graduated, basically. So how do you think the academic internship and being a program student coordinator helped you career-wise? Yeah, that's a really good question. Because uh, to be honest, I feel like a lot of us don't know that higher education work is even like a viable career option, you know, or that 
um, within higher education work that you can do work with communities of color specifically or with um, different identity uh, groups, right? So working here at the resource centers, I was able to really connect with community members, with other students who were uh, having similar ex experiences as me, and then also find ways to continue the dialogues and discourses that were happening around me, but in a way that I was getting paid for. And so for me, you know, a struggling um, college student, I was like, this is really fun. And also this is leading to a place where I can see myself doing this as a professional staff member. And so really connecting with the directors, with the other students that work here, um, led me to think about the possibilities of what it would look like for me to continue this even after graduation. If you're interested in following Carlos's footsteps and being an academic intern as well, or just getting involved in general, let's take a look at the different ways that you can do that. First off, we've got volunteers, who are folks that come once in a while to help with tasks or events. Then, we've got academic interns, who work more consistently throughout the quarter with the resource center and are getting academic units while being there. Although the academic internship at El Centro is paused this year, it is resuming in fall quarter of 2022 if you're interested. So now the internship has moved under the Critical Race and Ethnic Studies uh, Department, so it's under a press. Um, and so whenever students take this internship class, they'll also be getting uh, units as a press class. So for us, for the different resource centers, they're going to be having, uh, more than us are going to be having an academic internship. But it totally depends on the center. Um, what the internship looks like and what uh, the goals are of that internship. So for El Centro, um, our goals are to expose students to leadership opportunities, um, to offer professional development opportunities, like talking about you know, email etiquette and utilizing Google Drive and things like that, like time management. All of these little skills that we end up utilizing at any job you know, moving forward, right? So that's kind of the main focus. And then also the student program coordinators uh, are only a couple on our team. So we have about anywhere between four to six student leads. And so the academic interns really are the support that helps get a lot of the work done that we do here. Now you're probably thinking, hmm, I wanna be an academic intern or no, this isn't for me. Well you should still visit El Centro or the other ethnic resource centers. Students should visit El Centro because uh, what we want to do is help them build community. Um, something that we talked about during my time here and that I still continue to talk about is building a sense of home away from home, right? A lot of the times, the things that stop us from feeling like we belong here is the fact that everything is so unfamiliar. Everything from the food to the ways of being, the ways of presenting, the ways of showing up in class can be different than the way that we grew up. And so I'm not saying El Centro is like going to be representative of everybody's um, Latinx experience, right? Because that's not, that's a misconception. We're not all the same. We're not all like a monolith, right? So um, what El Centro does is really try to build those spaces where we are having um, communication and we're having dialogue surrounding the topics and the discourses that are important to us here, but also at back home. And so for me, like El Centro is important because it does that for a lot of us. And it really just is, becomes a, a nexus of connection to others that are also looking to um, find folks that 
are living similar experiences to them. And in a place like Santa Cruz, where even though we are an HSI, a Hispanic serving institution, it's still hard sometimes to find community. And so for us at Centro, that's what our goal is, right? To really just start that ball rolling and to help students see each other and meet each other. These last two years, we lost a lot of kind of like the genuine organic community building that would happen, you know, on a regular year. And we lost a lot of the knowledge from the upper class folks that graduated and that weren't able to pass on that knowledge to the first, second, third years that were, you know, taking classes through Zoom. So that's something that I look forward to very deeply is just getting to build those relationships between upper and lower class folk that are gonna be what keeps us going, you know, for future years. Speaking of building community, let's talk about some of the exciting events that are coming up this quarter. I can give you um, a sneak peek of some titles. Um, so we are thinking of doing a post-grad skill building kind of uh, event, specifically focusing on financial literacy. So what does it mean to graduate and to have to manage a check, to have to manage um, paying bills, you know, things like that. And we're, we're hoping to work with a uh, Latina creative that does financial um, education within our Latinx communities. Um, we'll also be bringing back Nuestras Raices, which is a program um, that focuses on activism. And we're hoping to um, bring some folks in for that as well. And uh, also we want to do a mental month or mental health awareness month series. So that's gonna be in May and that'll focus more so on mental health and uh, what it looks like right now for us in the community and also do some more like joyous activities. So we wanna host an open mic night um, with a guest uh, poet. And um, these are some ideas of what we wanna do. Um, we'll also be hosting Despedida, which is gonna be our big celebration for the graduating class. Um, and the Slug Cross Day as well for graduation. So we've got an open mic night, La Despedida, and more in-person events to look forward to. That's all for today, but before we go, do you have any other advice for our fellow slugs pushing through this spring quarter? I just want them to know that there are resources out there, whether they are um, academic or social or, you know, what have you. There's a lot of resources on this campus. Um, I want to also underscore the fact that these resources were not given to us. They were fought for by students in previous years. And that's why resource centers like uh, El Centro, APERG, ARC, AARC, the Women's Center, and Cantu exist. Um, so really utilize those resources and not just utilize the resources that we offer in terms of events, but come and meet the staff. You know, a lot of us went through a lot of the experiences that y'all are going through. A lot of us are first generation college students and college graduates. A lot of us are new to the profession of student affairs. So if you're even thinking about like, I would like to do some sort of work, you know, in my career in the future that stems off of student affairs or resource center work, then this is a great place to come and talk to folks that, you know, found a way to find that career path. All right, slugs, I hope you enjoyed learning more about what being an intern is like for the ethnic resource centers and learning more about the programs available here for you. If you felt so moved by this podcast to visit El Centro or any other ethnic resource centers, they are located on the third floor of the Bay Tree building. The entrance is right next to the bookstore at the Quarry Plaza. If you're struggling to make friends, 
or interested in generally helping out in the events they plan for students, the Ethnic Resource Centers are here to help you feel welcomed and find community. This is Isabel, and you're listening to SLEGCAST.